What's the name of our goddamn podcast? Practical Thoughts. Practical Thoughts. Practical Thoughts. Welcome to the goddamn show. I begin. 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 I began thinking where I started from Guess I'm kind of in the same place, huh? Stuck in a race with the press dots Might need a padlock Keep the demons out when the sun go down Bumping hard bass in my room Checking on the phone if my ex ran out Hurting myself with a social app Fuck it, I'm addicted now I begin Alright, bitches, you ready? I begin, I bitches, begin, I'm ready It's recording Oh, is it recording? <laughs> Wait, how long have you been recording for? <laughs> it just started Oh, okay Hello? <laughs> Hi Oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome to episode nine. We'll do nine. We'll do nine. We'll do nine. Yeah. Welcome to episode nine. I am your host, Joe Guerrero. My co-host here is C Bass. Uh, it's been a little bit. It's been a little while. We put out an episode. Um, episode eight. Episode eight. And we put out an episode last week, but... Is that Gabe? A little bit of a miscommunication, and we weren't able to promote it the way that we wanted to promote it. But it's all right. We're back here with episode nine, and it's going to be a great, fantastic episode. We got plenty to talk about. Um, we're going on. We got Lil Wayne and No Ceilings 3. A little late, but you went, I mean, the BB, BB freestyle. Fine then, whatever. I don't want to talk about that either. <laughs> Um, I didn't we, listen to the, the mixtape. I didn't get to listen to it. You didn't tell me to, and I never did. <laughs> I did tell you actually. Yeah, kind of like you told me to listen to Two Chains album. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. never did. <laughs> and then we got Mayweather and Logan Paul about to fight. Yes, this is the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard of. Kid Cudi coming out with the album tomorrow. Johnny Depp, or not Johnny Depp, Amber. You heard is going to may very well lose her job Finally. and Kanye West getting sued how about that who would have thunk so who would have thunk who would have thunk where so where would you like to start today hey you also forgot about basketball oh yeah and James Harden wants to go to Philly <laughs> I don't appreciate the uh, the low energy on the last one anyways <laughs> all right man where are we starting um oh yeah also Stu. Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. For, for anybody who watches Saturday Night Live, uh, Pete Davidson, one of the funniest people in the world to me. I love Pete. He did a spoof for Eminem's Stan from like 10 years ago. But this one was for Christmas. And he's talking about getting the PS5 from Santa. And he's drinking eggnog on the road. Chinga fit the eggnog. Dare me to drive. And... <laughs> It turns out that Eminem actually gets the PS5 instead of Stu, and it's hilarious. But that brings up the thought of Eminem. Well, what's he been up to? What's he been doing? Where's he at? Is he still doing music? Let me let me let me Google it. What has Eminem been up to? Yeah, but I haven't heard about Eminem <laughs> in a while. Oh shit! Let's see. Top stories: Eminem surprising stand video. <laughs> so that's what he's been up to. That's, that's what, what he's been I up to. What I saw last. Okay. Cool. 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 Oh, 
I don't know. He only put out music to be murdered by this year. And then... Oh, that was like in the beginning. That was like February, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Put out music to be murdered by. He put out a few music videos from it. And then that was it. He hasn't really done much since then. But, I mean... Dude, how long do you think Eminem can go? How old is he now? Like 43, maybe 44? No, he's 50, bro. He's not 50. Yes, he is. No, he isn't. I bet you. How much you want to bet? I'll bet a lot. All right. All right. All right. 40s. 48. <laughs> we round. <laughs> we all round. <laughs> he's 48. He's 48. How so, long do you think Eminem can go? I mean, like, how, old really? is, how old is Jay-Z? Because he's still like putting out little, little, little things. Jay-Z has aged much gracefully musically than Eminem. Uh, mm. Jay-Z's 51. Yeah, he can go for as long as Jay-Z can go. And what do you mean? Uh, um. Music to be murdered by was like the number one stream song in 2020 at 48. You mean album? Album. Um, yes, but the, hold on. Here's the, There's a little bit of a disconnect, though, mm. with Eminem. Because what Eminem talks about at his age I think people kind of see it as like, uh, it matter, like you're still talking about, about kid shit sometimes. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what they talk about. It matters about the, the numbers and how good they do, how much people like it. Yeah, I think I think he is a he is top tier lyricist, right? He's gonna go down as one of the goats. I think he go, he's going down as the goat lyricist. Look, all I'm saying is 444 didn't do as good as music to be murdered to. Bye. As far as what numbers and just publicity and everything, like. I heard more about music being murdered by. But 444 came out a while back. Yeah, but when it did come out, it wasn't like... Like, he had that one song about OJ. That was, like, the biggest thing. And he didn't put it on any streaming platforms, which could have hindered him. I get that. But it was also his decision. He left it for Tidal, I think is what it was. It was on Tidal for, like, two years before he decided to put everything on Spotify for, like, his 50th birthday or something like that. And... He didn't get a lot for that. Like, 444 was cool, and, like, the old heads loved it, but no younger generation really cared about it from what I saw. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one sold more. The, right now it says, Music to Me Murdered Might has sold over a million. In just, like, the first year. Yeah, but 444, I'm pretty sure it did just as well. I mean, it might have gone platinum, but, Yeah, like, 444 has gone platinum, but... But, like... It's that... Sold a million. Four forty four sold a million in f- in five days. Less than a week. I don't believe that. I have it right here. BBC. BBC isn't real. Has been certified platinum in less than a week. It was released, reflecting sales of one million copies in the U.S. In the first week. In the first week. I don't believe that. I didn't see anything. Like I would have. I'm pretty sure. I, I have saw. it right here. I know. But I don't <laughs> believe that still because. <laughs> like, don't you think you would have heard about that that first week? Like, I was so big into music and everything. I didn't hear anything about it going it's platinum. It's been so far removed now, though. I mean, you're not gonna remember everything. But like, that's kind of a big thing to remember. Going platinum in a week. Who's done that before besides Drake? Drake hasn't done that. Drake hasn't gone platinum in a week. Exactly. Lil Wayne went platinum in a week. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Oh, what? On Carter 3. He didn't go platinum in a week. Yes, he did. But you remember that? Yes. But you don't remember Jay-Z going platinum in a week? <laughs> <laughs> Only reason I remember it was because it was, uh, I just always paid attention to Lil Wayne. I didn't, I don't pay attention to Jay-Z as much as I do. But, but he's just such a, his name just has so much aura around but, it. But Jay-Z has aged 
his music, like his new music, is much connects much better than I think Eminem's does at this point in time. So what that's not to take away from Eminem being a top tier and a go. To who? I think to the one the younger or now. Mm. It connects more. I think it connects more with people just in general, just because Jay Z's talking like 444 was about his relationship, about family, about you know generational wealth, about social issues. Mm-hmm. Eminem tried to do that with revival, and it got a lot of flack. Right? I think I don't think he knows how to put together those kinds of songs and make them sound really good mm. but so what he's really good at though is just fucking rapping and so that's what kamikaze was that's what music to be murdered by was just rap right just fucking bars uh, i think it's all very subjective it's hard for you to say that jay-z does better with more people than eminem does when you see just how big they were at their peaks and how they're still pretty big today oh yeah no there's there's levels to this though so there's levels to it right but when you're eminem jay-z level it's not like they're that off from each other they're no just, they're not they're not i would just say they're off, different but... in terms of demographics maybe like the eminem does have more of a white audience than jay-z does mm-hmm. but you can't just say that just because jay-z panders maybe to more rap fans that eminem doesn't pander to more fans in general what do you mean by that as in, for more fans i've seen eminem sell out arenas around the whole world jay-z i'm sure jay-z probably can do that he does do that but not anymore Eminem's well, still doing that. And he's still selling out around the world. We also have to understand that Jay-Z is ventured out outside of music. Well, Eminem's done other things outside of music also. Not to the extent... Jay-Z, I believe, is considered a billionaire at this point. Well, yeah, because he also owns like teams now and shit like that. Like, he stopped... He, yeah, he his business ventures are wider than any of Eminem's business ventures. But have. also, just because he decided to stop doing music doesn't mean he's like at a different level than Eminem, just because he decided to keep on doing what he loves. Jay-Z just stopped doing music because he doesn't want to do music anymore. Well, he's still doing it, it's just, but he's just not consistent with it, as consistent as Eminem, right? Yeah, Jay-Z but- put out an album in 2017... That was the last album he put out. Eminem has put out three albums since then. Mm-hmm. So it's just like the four, consistency. Right? Or four, three yeah, or four. It's, he's put out a lot. So, I mean, but my thing is, right, Eminem's 48. I don't really think people want to hear a 48-year-old, and as he gets older and older, right, they don't want to hear when, what happens when he gets, gets into his 50s. They don't want to hear him talking about fucking bitches and shit. Anymore. I don't know. I don't, I don't, he still panders to the young audience pretty well. He does, but I think I think I think a lot of people have a hard time connecting with it because he is fifty or he's about to be fifty, and he's still talking about those kinds of things, right? The thing with um, Jay Z, like I said, is he's talking about things that are actually going on in his life, and he 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 puts it out in a way that connects with people mm-hmm. 444 was a very 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 good album mm-hmm. so it was good but i didn't even hear it until it hit spotify yeah or the whole thing at least again like that oj song was the biggest song but that's the only song that i even heard had some some leverage some uh some uh something behind it what Wait, as what? in like it caught a lot of attention 444 the oj simpson song oj simpson no that, that, that one, OJ Simpson. The big Sim- song I the, heard when it first came out. 
OJ Simpson one, and then you got um, there's another one that. But caught. think about songs you heard when it first came out, not now, because I know all those songs now. Mm-hmm. But what about when you first came out? Like I only heard the OJ song. I don't remember what songs exactly that. Well, I mean, the only song I remember that got really pushed from Eminem was Godzilla. No, there's like there. <laughs> it's just about what you what you personally remember. But that's what I'm saying. It just came out. Well, for I me remember. personally, I only remember Godzilla getting pushed very hard. Everything else kind of just fell into the background. It's becoming more subjective the more we talk about it. <laughs> it's becoming harder to have this objective. Is it? Yeah. Is it though? Yeah. You, but you're just you're denying my points. I'm, just, I'm not denying anything. I'm just talking to you about it. You're you're just telling me that no. I'm no. just talking about the younger audience and then. Yeah. Yeah. Have you not heard people talk about Eminem? The younger audience talk about Eminem. Have I not, or have I? Have you? Yes. What I play games with, like people like from Canada who are still listening to like everything he's done from like 2010. There is a whole bunch of disrespect going on with Eminem. Yes, disrespect. What kids do you talk to, dude? I talked. I have talked to, and I've seen a whole bunch of people like saying that Eminem can't rap. Like, why do people even like Eminem? He just yells in the mic. Blah blah blah. Who do you talk to? I don't. I I know. I talked to one person telling me that all he does is rhyme. And Can you call him out? I'm just curious. <laughs> I, I just want to talk to him myself. You know, I just, <laughs> wanna, I just want to have a talk. But it, it happened. Like this wasn't new. Like I think it's kind of settled down now that "Music to Be Murdered by" came out and that "Kamikaze" came out. But for a little while there, Eminem wasn't connecting as well as he used to, and people really were like shitting on him for some reason about his lyricism, which is the dumbest thing in the world. But, I don't know, man. I think Eminem's going to be around for a long, more... Yeah, I think he has a good years. seven years. Like, 55, I think it'll be like... Whoa, you ah. got specific. Yeah, 55. <laughs> He's got seven. It's about seven years. After 55? You yeah, want to hear from no more? I think he'll, like, you know, buy, like, the Pistons or something and then call it a day. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't, you know? Like, Detroit? Because he loves Detroit. I'm surprised he doesn't have any, like, teams out there or anything. Like, who... The Detroit Lions? Is that who it is from football? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't have anything from them either. I mean, he's always just talking about Detroit, so I assume he'll finally just chill out. And I don't know, maybe he'll... Well, he also has shitty records, too. Like, he has that kind of going for him as well. Maybe he'll start, like, diversifying to, like, trying to, like... I mean, he has his label. But the thing about Eminem is, like, his main, like, passion is rapping. Yeah. I and mean, he's always made that clear yeah he literally read the dictionary for fun like he either might be psycho or he might just be a rapper i don't know it's so like can somebody go into the age of like because we we've never seen it we haven't really seen anybody go this far in to their career outside of jay-z and eminem just because nobody's ever either they hip-hop's so young you know, we've no. never had people go this long. Who was the just dropped recently? Was it a tribe who who dropped some really late shit? Who? A tribe called Quest. Oh, they did drop something a couple yeah. years ago. Like not like within the year or mm. two, like and they're pretty fucking old. Mm. Yeah, and then I think Nas even dropped something yeah, too. Nas dropped like something, a lot of so. these old ass rappers that I didn't even listen to that much because they were yeah. too old for me. Yeah. Or dropping shit. Like yeah. but none of them stick. Like, none of it's really been like, oh, my God, you hit that new Nas? Yeah, no, it knows. 
Nas stuck. Nas got nominated for a Grammy. And <laughs> Did he win? I don't know. He has so for this has, year? Grammys haven't gone yet. He just got nominated for upcoming Grammys. For what? Don't put disrespect on Nas's name. Behave. <laughs> you still listen to Nas now? I listened to that album. It was a really good album. But what about everything else he's ever done? Mm, <laughs> no, but it's just because I don't connect with Nas the same way that you know the old generation would when they this. first came out. I gotta see this real quick. But Nas. you don't believe me that I got nominated for a Grammy? I mean, no, I'm, not, I'm just looking at what this last thing was. It was in 2020. It was King's Disease. Yeah, I'm just trying to see when it dropped is what I'm trying to find oh, out right now. It was earlier this year. August 21st yeah. is when this came out. That was a good album. He had Ferg, Brucey Bruce, Brucey B, uh, Anderson Pac. He had Big Sean and Don Tolliver. I actually like Don Tolliver, too. He's pretty interesting. Yeah, I'll probably give it a listen. I haven't listened to it. But, like, <laughs> guess how long it was from that album? Oh, no. Wow, he dropped something in 2019. He dropped something in 20. He dropped two things in 2018. Yeah, he dropped. Wow. I know he. one of those was with uh, Kanye. Like, Kanye was the producer. For which one? Was it Lost Tapes? It was one. No, I don't remember. It was when he was doing, Kanye was doing the seven song albums. He dropped Ye. Oh, National Symphony, the Symphony Orchestra? Yeah. yeah I, don't, had, I don't know. Is that the he one? has a whole entire album. Or that's the feature for every single one. National Symph- uh, Symphony Orchestra for every single song. That's interesting. Let me come try real quick. But I, I think it's going to be interesting to see as these artists get older. Like, how old is it until it's like, all right, bro, like, we don't really want to hear from you no more. Yeah, like a tribe <laughs> dropping. The last time a tribe did was 98, and then they dropped in 2016. Tribe Called Quest? Yeah. Yeah, and that Tribe Called Quest got a lot of good reviews. That was a good... The well-reviewed album. We got it from here. Thank you for your service. I didn't listen to it, but I was never. I I never. I was never big into Tribe Called Quest. It was basically 2017. But they dropped in mid-November. But I remember hearing about it and reading things about it, and people were saying it was really good. And so I I never dabbled with Tribe. I always heard good things about them. Like everyone who ever talked about who they listened to, like growing up, like the the Kendrick Lamar's, they always made them sound pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I never, yeah, tried. But that was just like before our generation, right? Yeah, it's yeah. hard for you to connect with a piece of like an artist if you weren't there when they first like started up. Yeah, if I wasn't even born by their first album, like, yeah. or not the first, like I guess their big album. If I wasn't born, I don't know. like I think like Kendrick and J Cole will be around like for a really long time, and to us, I think will always be like, oh, where they gonna drop next? Oh, where they gonna drop next? I think at a certain point, people. Kids are gonna be like, oh, they're already doing it right now with J Cole. It's like I see J. Cole. I see Kendrick Lamar becoming the next Jay Z. I see J Cole being like that Eminem, where he never stops. I can see Cole doing this forever, <laughs> like just like an old. I can't. But again, it. how old until you're like, all right? Well, we how care. old is the average rapper when they retire? Like, like a there, there hasn't been. We don't know. Like, they're literally. They try forever. Most of them. I don't, I don't, I think the oldest rappers are right now, like Jay-Z, Nas, and, you know, the other, any other artists that we're just talking about, you know, but we just haven't seen it. It's, hip-hop came around, like, I want to say the 70s, came around the 60s or 70s, right? I think it was the 80s. Well, It might, it might have been. Like, when was the Tupac and Biggie era? It was like the 80s. Tupac and Biggie era was 90s. Yeah, like, that's when it became the biggest, Oh, yeah, that's when it became mainstream. That's when it started becoming mainstream. 
so but that's even so if it came around so let's say the 70s i don't know i'm just guessing right 70s okay that is only 60 years right we haven't we haven't seen it an artist get age and keep on going i mean we have now with jay-z and eminem you're right and about new york in the early 70s is when dj started isolating their percussions for like funk soul and like disco to become more of a rap caviar yeah yeah so it's gonna be interesting to wow. see how 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 long new york is the home of rap yeah man and that's really cool if only the knicks were that cool <laughs> Fuck the Knicks, man! <laughs> it's so funny hearing anybody. Every time I watch Stephen A. Smith or just like anybody who's from New York talk about the Knicks, it's always like there's always like a tear at the end. You know, you just <laughs> I feel pain for them because I remember the Lakers sucked that I, bad. I hate listening to like Stephen A. and everybody on like ESPN because every time free agency comes up, they're like. The Knicks. He's going to the Knicks. Why not go to the Knicks? Nobody fucking wants to go to the Knicks, bro. The Knicks suck. Like, but they have the so fuck? much money. Okay, eventually, no, they are gonna get someone eventually. Like, eventually, they can get that one star who just wants money. They just want money because they have so much of it just laying around. That how do you not get somebody at this point? I know it's because of Dolan. James Dolan sucks dick. No one likes him. He's like a, he's kind of racist. He he's not a good look for them, man. I mean, they had Phil J- Phil Jackson there for a little bit, and he didn't do as much as you thought he was gonna do. But man, I mean, you got Phil's name there. You gotta get somebody. They struck out. It was supposed to be Katie. It was supposed to be Kyrie. Giannis was supposed to join. They're supposed to sign Melo back. Yeah, they were supposed to do a lot of things. Yeah. Over like the past like twenty years, I don't care what they. I don't care what they're like. They're. Uh, I don't get what the hype is about the Knicks. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, back in like ninety, the ninety eight two thousand era, when they when they, when they won with Patrick Ewing and all that, that was like prime Knicks. Like that, they were bigger than the Lakers and Celtics for like that year or two. Like where nobody cared about any team besides the Knicks. The Knicks were like one of the biggest teams in like NBA history at one point, and now they're just somebody that you used to know. One to two years. Yeah. One to two years. Well, I get the Lakers. I get the Celtics. Well, how many do they have? The Knicks have a few championships, but like those were like their prime years, like their golden age years. Where and I get about any other team. and I get like oh it's this big market blah blah blah. But fuck the Knicks. <laughs> oh, they have two championships. Sorry, they won in seventy and seventy three, but they were big time back with Ewing. And like when Lamelo was there, it was prime time Mello. They had Stephen Marbury there for a second. Like I say Lamelo, Carmelo. I did say I said Mello. I heard Lamelo when they had Carmelo. <laughs> I was like, Lamelo. Lamelo. <laughs> no, no. Did you, oh, did you see Leangelo Ball got signed? Yeah, so all, three, all ball. three Ball brothers in the NBA. And give Lebar, give shout, Lebar his props. Yeah, shout out Lavar Ball, man. Bro, you know he was fucking just crying and just. LeVar? Oh, as soon as he found out. Dude. That's crazy. You know what? He gets a lot of shit like in like from people. But fuck y'all. He got all three of his sons in the NBA. Yeah, but so did the, the Antetokounmpo brothers. All three of them are there. The Holiday brothers. All three of them are there. He's yeah, the but first. how often does that really happen? Those are the exceptions. Uh, for three, it doesn't happen often because not many people have three sons they can put in the NBA. But like two is pretty common. 
So I guess three is a little. No, 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 no. You're using common in the sense of like. Okay. Have you ever told anybody? Oh, has anybody ever told you about like the sl- the slim chances it is just to make it to the NBA? Well, of course, yes. Okay, now three times over well, with your own family. It's 150 ish basketball players, but ideally you don't even have a chance in the NBA unless you're above six three. So if you're above six three, you already have like a way better chance than the average person. So the the, the odds are a lot better, even though they are smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But if you're 6'8", six, 6'9", six, your chances of being in the NBA are so high. High? Yeah. High. Yeah. If you, if you actually practice, all you have to do is be good at basketball at that point. Which, it's, like, I'm not saying basketball is an easy sport, but if you try your ass off and you're taller than the, the majority of your high school teams, bro. Like, imagine, <laughs> just being, able to, imagine being Zion's like, body and having a three. All you need to do is just shoot. And then dunk a few times, and you're going to make it to college. <laughs> and then you have to be really smart when you're in college. College is where it's at. I'll get that. Making it to college, I don't think is hard. Making it to the NBA is pretty hard. So I'll give you that argument right there for sure. But if you're like 7-1, 7-2, you're going to make it in the NBA. I almost guarantee it. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. 7-2? But, but they might, it might just give you a chance just to see if they can develop you. Bro, you know how bad Taco Fall is? You know how terrible he is? He is so bad at basketball. But the fact that he is 7'7", bro, he got signed to like, I think, uh, 12 mil for like two years. Uh, He only played like five minutes last year. Yeah. But every time he touched the floor, every Celtic would scream taco. Yeah. It was hilarious. But this is beyond the point because neither, none of them are seven feet. All of them are about six, seven, six, six. I'll give him this: so, having a number three and a number two pick. I think Lonzo was number two. Yeah, and the draft is very impressive. But in that third son, he's pretending like he didn't happen. Well, no, come on, that's not that's not just shit on him. Bro, I mean, Leangelo isn't that. No, Leangelo is not not Lamelo or Lonzo. He, at all. You know, but just to just to flat, like. LeVar Ball, you got your three sons in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. No, yeah. Give, give the man his props I am, on that. For sure. Like, not, not, there are not very many people in this world. You could probably count on your hands, right? About how many people have gotten three of their children into professional sports. Yeah. So, it's just hard for me to give him props because of how cocky and like arrogant he is. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah, we get it, you get it, whatever, okay, whatever. Because, like, then did you see what, he, what happened when he was on uh, first take when he like <laughs> kind of said that thing to uh, Molly? Oh, yeah, yeah. you can, uh, what'd she say? Uh, you can shift anytime with me, baby. Yeah, something like that. Some kind of like weird sexual thing. I'm like, bro, is your wife at home watching? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? That's like, and like, apparently he had like really weird requests. Like, Whenever he wanted to go to ESPN, he'd like he would order a car, uh. and then he would order a different car, and after that he would order another car just to see if he can. Like he was annoying, <laughs> bro. And then like he'd always talk about like the temperature in rooms and shit like that. Like when uh. he was just a guest, like it was. Uh. Oh, I don't like I don't like him just giving all the stories I hear about him. Like I wouldn't want to fucking be around him. <laughs> and then his He's... sons don't even sign to his his shoes. Yeah, like uh, Lamelo, he didn't uh. sign with Big Baller Brand. I think he's signed with Adidas or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, he's... No. Even your son's yeah, like he's, you. he's got his flaws. Yeah, he's got his flaws. A lot of people are still waiting for the big baller shoes. 
<laughs> that dropped like a year and a half, two years he, ago. He has he has his flaws. Yes, there's no doubt about that. There, I, there have been things that he has done or said that I'm like, oh, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Or what are you saying? You know. But I mean, just give just give the man props where props is due. He got his three sons in the NBA. That's more than what any other father can say. A lot of other fathers can say. Some fathers aren't even fucking around. I'll give him his props, but I really want to see what LiAngelo Ball can even do. Before I say anything. Well, because if he he can ball, then I'll give him his props. But I really think that LiAngelo just made it because he's a big name. Like, his the Ball family is now a big family for just for people to watch you. Again, that's why Charlotte got uh, Melo. The mm-hmm. Melo's like the biggest name in Charlotte since like CP3. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I know I talk a lot of shit, but Lamelo's actually skilled. He's talented. Yeah, no, Lamelo's a really good baller. He's, yeah. I think, he's gonna be better than Lonzo by like a lot. Yeah, and Lonzo's pretty good too, though. Like, I, it's hard to really compare them like that because Lonzo's more pass first, Lamelo's more like shoot first. But what's Angelo? <laughs> I, saw, <laughs> I saw a video. It's like L- L- Lonzo's the better passer. Lamelo's the better shooter. <laughs> Jello's the better stealer. <laughs> oh shit! I forgot about that. Yeah, that's why. He oh was, my god! That's why I, his whole life was ruined because he wanted to US, steal U- when he was at UCLA, right? Yeah, they went to um to North Korea. Oh, how my are you gonna steal in Korea? Oh my goodness, bro! You're trying to get your hand cut off. Was it Korea? I'm pretty sure it was Korea. It was someplace that was very dangerous. Like, very, very on the edge. If it it wasn't Korea, it might have been, like, China. Like, a really strict part, though. A little jello. Where did jello steal from? Uh, China. China. Okay. Yeah. Stolen China. Bro, what? Uh, I forgot about that. That was hilarious when that story came out. He literally lost his entire scholarship. He... Barely. I thought he just got suspended, and then he got uh, because he got suspended. Lavar pulled him out. No, he lost his scholarship. Mm. He, you know who got him out? You remember? You don't remember who got him out of China? Oh, he um, Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump got <laughs> Jello out of out yeah. of uh, China, and then he was like, "Wow!" and no thanks from the Ball family for what I did for them. That was so courageous. Yeah, I remember how that. disrespectful or something stupid like that. I was like, you know, I don't usually agree with Trump. But yeah, okay. So he had, they had a season-long uh, suspension. And then because of that, LeVar pulled him from UCLA. But where did he go after that then? Uh, he, he just did a lot of training camps. And I think he played in like this small league where he didn't even like ball out like that. I don't, I don't really see. Because then when uh, Lonzo was there. He was trying to do something to where he was like, hey, Polinka, you want my son? You got to sign his little brother. He went to Lithuania with LaMelo. Yeah. There after go. he got pulled out of UCLA. And they played in Lithuania. There you go. So. But it was weird. Like, I was seeing, like, the stats of, of uh, Jello from, or LaMelo, sorry. LaMelo, when he was playing that, he only shot, like, 25% from the three-point line. Yeah, that's what I heard. Like, he shot horrible. Mm-hmm. He, he made some flashy things, but... I mean, I guess it's because he also owned the league. Like, they owned that entire league. That was his league. Yeah. He had the green light for anything. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, just seeing how crazily, like, bad and ugly he played. I am surprised he went number three. Mm-hmm. But. I was surprised Jordan liked him the way he did. 
Because really? to me, yeah, George, like Lamelo is a really good player, but I I would assume that Jordan wants to see wants to draft people who, like, where it's clear their work ethic is just, like, resembles his. Right? He wants to see somebody who has a work ethic like his. Yeah. But in everything I have seen in LaMelo, like, it just doesn't look like that to me. Like, his personality, well, the way he goes about things, you know, all of his media appearances, like, it just seems he's like he's just kind of nonchalant. Kid. He's a really famous kid. Exactly. That's why it's hard to really see that. I, I do believe he's a hard worker. Like, oh, again, of course, to a certain, but I'm talking about Jordan level work ethic, Kobe kind of work ethic. But who's. Who has that anymore? Like, the closest we saw, we've seen to that maybe. Like, I can't even see, say it's Zion because he got hurt and he's just very humbling. Mm-hmm. We don't see that anymore. Everybody's nice like, and very PC friendly. I don't know. I just, I, I would just assume that Jordan would want somebody who has a sickening work ethic. Well, like he, he didn't want Edwards. Like, uh-huh. that's what he said. Like, if Ed, Edwards is gone, we have the green light for, for LaMelo. Yeah. So maybe Edwards has that killer mentality a little bit. Again, I think Edwards is going to be that player this year. Mm. Like he's playing with one of the best passers and one of the well, arguably like a, he's a good big cat. So like they have a pretty good system with Tibbetal, but I don't see anybody else doing better than me. You know, Wiseman might have a chance. The more and more I've been thinking about it, just getting rebounds all day from Curry and Umbre and Wiggins. Like Wiggins ain't going to be hitting shit, I think. So like he's going to be <laughs> catching boards and just getting real badass putback dunks and. Pat statting for a lot of the bad shots they take all year. Uh-huh. I, I think Wiseman might actually get some pretty good stats up this year. Yeah. But I really don't know who's going to be rookie of the year. Like, it's kind of up in the air. I can see some crazy, like, 12th pick, like Tyler ha- uh, Hallenberg. He's with the uh, well, he's with the, the Kings. He was supposed to be, like, number six, number seven. He went to number 12 somehow. I can see him being, like, a rookie of the year, too. Like, the rookie of the year race is going to be weird this year. Mm-hmm. And basketball starts up, uh, like, a few days. 22nd, bro. No, the 11th. Is it the 11th? Yeah, pregames. Oh, preseason. Okay, but the regular season starts 22nd, right? Yeah, but the 11th, the Lakers Clippers play. Yeah. I don't think LeBron and Kawhi are going to play, but I don't care. Like, <laughs> bro, I'm so excited. I'm Is LeBron going to come out the first yeah. few games? Oh, I don't play? know if you saw. There's So if there's a, a televised game, a very big televised game, like if the Lakers are playing Clippers, neither one of them can sit out. Kawhi can't sit out. LeBron can't sit out. Paul George can't sit out. Nobody can sit out just because Who they made want this. The NBA, it's, oh, yeah? it's, a, it's a legal guideline thing they did. Um, like they're trying to be a little more like assertive when uh, it's a live televised game that you can't sit out. Yeah. But it's like if it's just like a, a game that's on like Sportsnet, whatever, you can you can sit out. Like yeah. they're trying to like give you some leniency with that. Yeah. But I'm, I know it's a big problem because like what uh, was load management? That's yeah. bullshit. How's Kawhi load managing more than LeBron is? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> So yeah, you can't do that now. This this season, you can find up to like a hundred thousand dollars in suspensions. You know, a hundred thousand dollars ain't shit to those guys. <laughs> Man, it the, is. the people who have to pay that hundred thousand dollars, that ain't shit to them. You know how much LeBron is worth? Yeah, I know. Like, come on. It ain't shit, but it doesn't look good for the organization. <laughs> yeah, it's something, right? Yeah, like it, it's more than just the fine. It's being publicly humiliated to the point where like. How like it's embarrassing, and if you're the Clippers, you're in the Lakers' hometown, mm. so you don't want to be the bad picture. Mm. I definitely like that rule, though. Damn, and Paul George was talking shit about Doc. Yeah, you, man, you, you saw that? I saw. Yeah, I saw the clip. 
Yeah, he wasn't talking shit. He just said he he didn't like the way he was used. No, he said that he didn't make adjustments. Yeah, that's talking shit. Well, he to a coach. Oh, you can't make adjustments. You're not a coach. He didn't say it like that though. He did. He said we didn't. I make guess the you, right can, adjustments you can before. you can interpret it that way. That's what he said. I saw he's, it. He's because you're talking about his interview with all the smoke, right? With um, Matt Barnes. Well, yeah, but there's another clip because there's a clip where he's talking about oh he took me to JJ Reddick, uh, yeah, Seth Curry. That clip. I saw that Clay. one. And that's not who I am. That's not who I am. My yeah. thing is, and well, the same clip though, I saw um, a basketball insider talk about how 30% of all his shots were off pick and roll. That's mm. a lot. That's like a large percentage of your shots. Yeah. He didn't, he was a little JJ Reddick. But that last game, he said, yeah, Doc didn't make the right adjustments for us. You know, he wasn't really changing too much about us and we didn't really adjust. Was that the same interview? Um, I, yeah, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure it was the same interview because mm. I don't really know how many times he's been on all the smoke. Yeah, it only once. That... Okay, then yeah. And Doc Rivers came out, and Doc Rivers goes, I think we all need to be held accountable for that game. <laughs> that's the most, that's the nicest way to say you fucking suck to, <laughs> to the media. Like, Paul George shot terrible. And LeBron James was talking about that shot that hit off the backboard mm-hmm. with, uh, with uh, Richard Jefferson, with RJ on their interview. And Richard Jefferson was talking about how, like, he saw that, and LeBron made a face. Like, what the hell? Like, oh, my God. And it's just, man. Like, the fact that Paul George is still trying to backpedal this, it's kind of, like, it's kind of pathetic at this point. Like, walk away. You're good. Yeah. He walked away from that Dame Lillard shot from that last game, that game seven. Mm-hmm. He walked away from that one pretty good. He needs to walk away from this one, too. Yeah. Well, it, it says, Paul George said the Clippers didn't make I don't think he said Doc himself, but he did say Clippers, so it implied that. It was Doc Rivers. Didn't make the adjustments, right? Didn't make the adjustments. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know. And Doc came back to, to talk about that himself, so I'm pretty sure. Like, Yeah. He said, I enjoyed coaching him, so there's not a lot to say there. Ty Lu was sitting that right next to me, so he better hope it's not adjustments. It ain't going to be much different. He <laughs> chuckled lightheartedly, uh, mentioning Lou was a close friend. Listen, we lost the game, and I think everybody needs to take ownership. Me, obviously, we can always do better. Players can do better. So as far as I'm concerned, I'll leave it there. That's what he said. And that's what I was saying. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, yeah, y'all need to take, like, what can a coach do when you're on the floor, you know? Like, when he goes to timeout, he can make the adjustments there. Maybe he yells something at you off the sideline. But when you're in the game, it's on you. It's not on the coach. It's on you to make those adjustments as a player. Mm-hmm. You're one of the best players in the world, Paul George. Yeah. You need to be held responsible for something. We already have Kawhi responsible. Kawhi shot like shit. It's your turn now. Paul George, he's never been a playoff player. Yeah. And he fucked himself. <laughs> fucked himself over when he gave himself playoff P. You made playoff. When did he say that? He gave himself the nickname playoff P. When did that happen? In an interview, he goes, Yeah, playoff P. When? This year? Yes, the bubble. <laughs> you didn't hear that? Bro, no. every Told time. You, I disconnected from basketball. Oh, this he year. gave himself that nickname. And every time he fucking played, and he played like shit, social media, playoff P, and then they see like yeah. someone throwing the ball like that, it just hits the rim all the time. <laughs> 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 it's so bad, man. Oh. Like he screwed himself. Like if he was on social media, it definitely got You to know what really fucked up a lot of these players and you know and it's not an excuse because you are a professional, like you're playing at the highest level, but it's the what happened with COVID, right? You 
everybody just went home and you can tell you know what players ended up working right that continued working Mm -hmm. i think what ended up happening with the clippers is maybe just a lot of them just didn't work it's funny you bring that up lebron james was talking about this in that interview he was talking about how he was a part of two of the hardest championships ever be earned right the 73 and 9 won three return the the reverse sweep basically yeah he was a part of that team the second one was the covid the covid uh championship the bubble he says the bubble was the hardest thing he's ever done in his career. Mm. Because think about it. You're without your family. You're not in your bed. He said he, you, know, you don't have your, your chefs or your diet. Your patterns. Everything is fucked. It's different. You're sitting yeah. in a room with four walls in your, in your hotel just staring at them. Like he was saying he was just staring at them for a while because he didn't know what to do. Like yeah. you can only work out for so long, right? Mm-hmm. It was the hardest championship he's ever won before. And yeah. Like, and you don't understand unless you're in the bubble. Yeah. Like how how is how is Skip Bayless gonna be like, oh he got he got the easy route. Because, <laughs> because oh, that was a good that was a good Skip Bayless impression. Thank you, thank Whoa. you. Whoa. I'm Skip Bayless. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. That's I'm just funny. so over it Shout out Skip like, Bayless. <laughs> like you really don't understand what the bubble's like unless you're there. Because like even people who are like interviewers and shit like that, right? They're uh-huh. coming in there talking about, oh well. You know, it must be pretty easy because you don't have to travel. It's like, I don't think traveling was the hard part of all of this. Mm. I think I'd be able to go home and see your family sleep in your bed was the hard part of all this. I think I'd be able to eat your, your, your meals that you need to, like, work out the way you do or whatever was the hard part of all this. And the fact that none of them had that, like, I remember the first day they were showing what they're eating. And, like, JaVale had, like, this patty that you can, like, like, it was hard. Uh-huh. It was it looked disgusting. He's like, oh, like, what the hell? And he threw it away. Like, it was... Oh, that's how we, nah. Uh-huh. That was not easy for any of them. Yeah. But, I mean, it just, it just showed, like. Who wanted it more. Yeah. And that's why the Heat more, who... went so far. The Heat wanted it. Jimmy wanted it. Yeah. The, this was exactly what Jimmy Butler needed for his, like, his, his career for, like, for people to know him. I think Jimmy's going to have a breakout season. Like, the playoffs is what I think he's going to do for the rest of the season. For mm. sure. You say breakout season? Well, this was, I mean, this kind of. The, he's, the had, he's had like two different kind of breakout seasons. He had the breakout season where he became an all star, and they had, the, I guess, this past season is a breakout season where like, like, he's seen as like a top tier like well, superstar. He went from averaging like sixteen to eighteen points to going for forty on LeBron James. Yeah, like yeah, he put his name on the on the map for yeah. sure. He's, 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 I think people view him as a top tier superstar now. Well, yeah, because, well, okay, so when he was in Chicago, he was a bad teammate. When he was when 76ers, he was a bad teammate because he didn't want to play with the kids. He went Minnesota. to Timberwolves. Yeah. Cal yeah. was a kid. Uh, uh, well, whoever else was there because D'Angelo wasn't there yet. They're, they're bad teammates. He goes to a team with ballers, real players, a real coaching staff, and all of a sudden they're the best team in the East. Yeah. It just goes to show you who wants it and who doesn't. And, like, what kind of player Jimmy is. I respect that. He has that, like, Kobe mentality, right? That Jordan S. Yeah. Oh, see, and I think that's what people don't – I think players didn't like about him. Mm-hmm. It's like when you run into a player or a person like that who's just all about what they do yeah. and they're winning and they just – they they're not in that same mindset. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you're just being an asshole. Like, no, bro. Like, this is what I fucking live and breathe. Yeah. Like, if you're not living and breathing like me, get the fuck out of my way. Well, because he even talked about it, too. Like, he came from poverty with nothing. Yeah. He played in college. He wasn't even... He was on nobody's top prospects. He was just Jimmy Butler. He was, like, second round. Not even supposed to be anything. 
everything that happened in his life was a blessing. So that's why he doesn't take it like it's not. Yeah. And he plays every night like it's his last game. That's why I love Jimmy, man. Jimmy's such a good player. I respect him forever for this. For damn sure. And I think the Heat are going to be a real problem next year. They could still sign somebody, too. Giannis still hasn't signed his extension. Giannis on the Heat? Giannis. With Jimmy? I don't think it would be that good. I don't, like, <laughs> of course, he would be better, but I don't know if they can win a championship with Giannis there. Because uh-huh. Giannis is just like a Bam, but like more athletic and faster. You say he's just like a Bam? Giannis. Did you just say Giannis is just like a Bam? Yeah. Bam, I'm buy. The did you disrespect. Did you, the you, amount of disrespect you put on Giannis. Joe, did you watch that playoff series? <laughs> did you? Giannis is a top 10 player. Did you watch that the, playoff series? He's, a, he's still a top 10 player in the NBA. Yeah, regular season. Did you watch that playoff series? Against who? Against the Heat. When they beat them. Did they make, it, did, did they make his wall? They make the wall? <laughs> what are we trying to say? The wall. <laughs> I know there's a defensive scheme. You just make a wall. No? No. That's all I, what you're talking about. I'm talking about, so uh, where I'm getting that from <laughs> is over in the, during the summer, last summer, and like the, it wasn't the Olympics, like the FIFA. The, was it? FIFA. The, yeah. They, uh, his team lost against um, some other team. And they ended up, they did a defensive scheme where they made a quote unquote wall. And they just wouldn't let him get to the rim. Just made him turn him into a shooter. Try to make him shoot. That makes sense. And ended up losing. That's not a bad scheme. That's not what they really did, though. Like, so, Greek was always trying to run to the rim. Like, he always does, right? But Bam is so much bigger than who he normally goes against. Every time he hit him, he would see. He would run into him, and sometimes he would fall on the floor because of how big Bam is. Mm-hmm. Bam was just all fucking strength. And Giannis couldn't do it. He even got hurt. Giannis got hurt that series. Mm-hmm. Because he was just trying to be too physical. You could tell he was just trying to go too hard. And eventually, he overextended himself. He had a hyperextension or some shit like that. He hurt himself. Bro, the Heat were too strong for him. Bam was too strong for him. Bam was on him the whole series. Mm. Until that last game. Because they won the second half when he got hurt. And they lost the last game without him there. So, it, it was like again, he's like a Bam. He's better than Bam. But in that series, Bam was basically honest in the fact that he was rebounding, dunking the ball, and playing defense. Just like Reed does. The disrespect. <laughs> Again, Greek has never been a playoff player. I find no one ever talks about that either. Like what? Greek is so good, but when the playoffs happen, for some reason, he doesn't do as good. Him and um, no, I, I was gonna say James Harden, but James Harden, it's usually at, like the last game. James Harden's never, yeah. And like the very last game, like you need him, like to show up. Mm-hmm. He won't show up. Well, he has John Wall now, so we'll see. John Wall. Whoa. John Wall. You know John Wall's coming off that long, that injury. Yeah. Why? I mean, I know you're trying to get rid of Westbrook, but like, it just didn't make sense to me. Because mm-hmm. you're getting rid of Westbrook and you're bringing in a player who has been injured and out of the league. He was out all season. Well, season. he's been playing a lot. That's not the same as playing yeah. in the NBA. I know. Every, you know, so to me, it's like, you're taking a huge fucking chance. Stat for stat, they're like basically the same player. Yeah, they're similar. But uh, John Wall is a way better catch and shoot. That's the only difference in their entire game. Like, he might get some more rebounds, more assists, Russell, but John Wall can shoot catch and shoot so much better. That's kind of what they need. Like, again, I, I agree with you. I don't really know why they would go for this because they got a first round pick, which at first I thought was great until I found out it was protected. So 
It's top 10 protected, then top 12, then top 27, and then after that, you just get two second rounders. So, like, it's not really even a good pick. It really isn't. It, it is harder, but I actually think that John Wall is going to prove a lot of people wrong. I think the Wizards upgraded. Yeah, but they also got more than just John Wall or um, Russell Westbrook. They also got their draft pick, and then I think they signed a few more players back to there, too. So, like, they look pretty good. I think I think Russell and Beal complement each other much better than Harden and John Wall do. Uh, Beal's more of an ISO player, too. That's why, that's why no, Beal can play off the ball. He can. He can play m- much more off the ball, and he can do a lot more catch and shoot. And but he so, did better with the ball, though. And we saw that when John Wall wasn't there anymore. Yeah, but he can he can he can move into without the ball, right? But think if about that Russell though, right? needs the ball, then Beal's cool. All right, cool. He can go play off the ball, and it's everything's good, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't. It's not a struggle for him to do that, as it would be, you know, somebody like Russell Westbrook. Like you ask him to play off the ball, you're like, ah, you wouldn't do that. But that's he my point. Do that. Like I don't think Russell's ever gonna play off the ball. No, and and Wizards. But think about it. If you were Beal, you were the you were the number one scorer for like two seasons straight. You were that guy. You were the bucket. And now you gotta go back to off ball. I, I don't think he's going to do that. I think I wouldn't would. want to do that. I think he would. You know, because it's like it's. I think that's what Westbrook got to do that over in OKC, right? And it's like, I think he enjoyed it. Well, with Katie or with when, Paul Kate, when Katie left, right? Well, he got Paul George off of that. Yeah, but he was the he was the guy, right? He was there was no doubt about it, right? He that was his team. He was the guy. He always had the ball. Yeah. So, I think while you enjoy it to a certain extent, at some point you go, "All right, I need to win now," right? I think that's probably where Beal's at because they they haven't been doing. Wizards well, have not been doing. They don't win though. This team does not go past the first round. Maybe the second round. Oh no no no! I don't I don't think this is a like, championship quality team. They need like a Jokic kind of player. Like they need that that big man who can just kill it, like a Joel Embiid mm-hmm. type of player. They don't. I don't. They're not going to go far at all. The the only team I've ever seen that has like killed it and won championships with their top two players being guards, the Warriors. Right. Yeah, but they but, even had Draymond, who was a small foot at the center. Yeah, but who was who out of those three? Who were the top two? It, yeah, it was Clay and Clay Steph. Clay and Steph. But they lost right? though. But the thing about it, but they won a championship. They won one and lost the second one. But name it, another team that was guard heavy like that that uh, won I mean, a championship. If you want to consider Pippen like the small forward with the Bulls, maybe that. That's not a guard. Yeah. You know, because he played the two, and Jordan was like the one sometimes. But yeah, so Steph Curry and Clay are the really the only exceptions. That Warrior team, that first Warrior Warrior team that won that championship, that had their two best players scores. And so, with that being said, those are two like the top like five or ten shooters, right? Steph Curry is going down as number one of all time. Yeah, Clay's right there next to him. Mm -hmm. So those are like top two shooters of all time as your guards. So yeah, you need at least. A slasher, a big man, something other than your two guards that you got. Because those guys aren't top-tier shooters. Well, that's why. Like, Russell isn't going to change the game. Curry changed everything. Mm-hmm. No one talks about that like that either. Like, they didn't say it was the Warriors. It was Curry. Dude. You remember when it first started? Yeah. Oh, my God. You saw when he was crossing over Chris Paul? Like, it was for fun? He was just... Like, before that, I remember... 
like we used to talk about how when you you come out for a fast break, you want to go go in for the go for the layup. Don't stop, shoot, right? You try to get to the rim. Curry is just pulling up from fucking three on fast breaks. And you can't be mad at the coach. Three is better than two. <laughs> like, and the thing about it was like he was so good at it that I remember. You remember that video that came out that caught? I think it was that play with uh against the clippers where he's just dribbling curry's dribbling around everybody yeah, chris blake and uh, i think it was matt barnes at the time yeah and then he just turns and he shoots it and you see steve kerr he's like what the fuck like <laughs> and then it goes in he's like all right <laughs> <aye."> <laughs> well i remember there was a play against okc where they had a timeout and there was like five seconds left and he's coming down the court he literally pulls it from like half court on the left side when they still have a timeout and chris about to call it he just fucking chunks it. Oh, OKC? Okay, dude, yeah. I saw that. Like, it drops, and he's like... I saw that, yeah. I saw that game live, bro. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. I saw that game live because they had. there's still like 10 seconds on the clock. Yeah, he he even... He was still... He was nearer to half court than he was to the three-point line, and he pulled up and shot it. And I think it was like to tie it. It wasn't even like to win it. Like, that was like go to overtime. Yeah, it was, it was like, to win. Imagine if he missed that. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> oh my god! But like, it's just shots like that, right? Game like career NBA changing shots yeah. forever. So after that thing, you saw Dame doing it a lot more. And like uh, Curry and Dame were on Instagram talking about it. You're like, hey, game one, pull from a logo. You won't. He's like, I'll do it if you do it. And then they go, all right, let's do it. First game of the season. <laughs> and then you see like a, the handshaking emoji. <laughs> Bro, I can't wait for that. They're probably gonna do it. They're probably gonna do it. I, I believe that they will too. Oh, that's funny. I can't wait for Dame to hit it and then yeah. Curry to miss it. And everybody's like, "Oh, Dame's better than Curry," and like it's never true. Uh huh. Um, what else? What other news do we have on that? We kind of straight away. We don't have too much time today, so what else do we have on the NBA? Lakers are going to come back and win it all. Oh, shit. <laughs> all right, moving on. Let's see. Yeah, what time is it? Oh, it's only going to be two. Yeah, okay. Um, um, so, real quick, who do you got? Logan Paul or Floyd Mayweather? Don't ask me that stupid question. Bro. I can't believe I can't believe Mayweather agreed to this fight. But like, I'm okay, so upset. Let's just say Logan Paul catches him with one. No, hit. he's not. It's not going to happen. It will not. You keep on saying, oh, he's got a puncher's chance. Oh, he might catch him. No, he is not. Floyd Mayweather is literally the greatest defensive fighter of all time. I'm going to look this up real quick. How tall is this man? <laughs> he is not going to catch Floyd Mayweather. Even, even though Floyd Mayweather is far removed from his prime, Like he's still not going to catch him. Yeah, it's so funny. So I looked up Mayweather's height, and it shows that he's 5'8", right? And then the thing is, people also search for Logan Paul's height. <laughs> Logan Paul is 6'2", to Floyd's 5'8". He has a 6-inch difference. He's not going to catch him. <sighs> Mayweather's also 43. Logan Paul is 23, 24? How many? How, okay. How many, how many fights has Logan Paul fought in? <laughs> Two. Exactly. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> like, oh, like, sure, he has a size advantage, but he has no skill, like, in comparison to Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather fucking was, went undefeated in his professional career. Undefeated. Like, you really think this is a competition in any way? 
Like, it's only going to get views just because we want to see, like, how bad Logan Paul is going to get beat. So, so Logan Paul has a 76-inch reach. Uh-huh. Mayweather only has a 72-inch reach. Okay. He has the reach advantage. He has the height <laughs> advantage. <laughs> see, you're still trying to find something. You're still trying to know. People are just going to watch to see how bad Logan Paul loses. Joe? Joe. Seabass. What if? No, there is no what if. Like, there's literally no what if. I think Floyd I, Mayweather <laughs> is not going to get knocked out. He's not going to get TKO'd. He's not going to lose by decision. Like, it's not a competition. You're talking about one of the greatest, if not the greatest boxer of all time, right? Against somebody who has literally had two professional fights in their career. I'm just saying, Joe. You know, you never know until. Oh you know. shit! No, okay. <laughs> I just want to see it happen, just for for social media to go crazy. You know they are. I just, just want. Okay, I just want him to get like at least at least one hit, and he's stunned, right, for like a second. That's all I want. <laughs> all I want is for Logan to catch him once, and he's like, "Whoa, oh shit! This is a real fight now." That's it. That's all I want. That's all I want. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. He has no chance. I know he has, he has a puncher's chance. That's all he has. <laughs> That's literally all he has. But even then, it's, 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 it's... I'm just... Mayweather just... Man. Why? Money. I know he's just doing it for the money. Money Mayweather. I know. I know it's just for the money, but like... You know this why? This is just embarrassing. He probably saw how much money Jake Paul and Nate Robinson made. Yeah. I know it is. And he was like, how much do they make? All right. Fuck it. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Tyson probably made even more than that too. And they went to decision. Yeah, I know that's the only reason he did McGregor. He fought oh, McGregor. Fuck yeah, because they made a buttload of fucking money at that. Bro, I haven't. I don't even know if Conor McGregor's been fighting like that since. Like you know, man, when when was Conor McGregor fought? He's gonna fight again sometime soon. I think it's just been so long. I know he. I think he has one scheduled. I'm sure he probably does too, right? Yeah, he has to. He ain't done fighting. There's no way. You uh, fucking bloody hell, right? Oh no, I can't find it. What kind of greater next fight? Let's look at that. Um against Dustin Poirier. When? On January twenty third. So coming up real soon. Oh shit. Yeah. We're gonna fight at your house? <laughs> we'll see. I'll be in a new place by then. Oh really? Yeah, we're gonna be moving. Ooh. This place is Bug infested. I'll talk to you about that more off the podcast, but don't, don't, <laughs> Yeah. But, yeah, so he's fighting in January. But back to Floyd and Logan Paul. It, like, there's that's just going to be disgusting. There's a little chance. There's a small chance. There's no chance. There's a little chance. Like, there's not even, it's not even worth it. Hey, if you're in the ring, you got a chance. The fact that he got him to say yes, he has a chance. <laughs> if, you're in the, if you're in the ring, you have a chance. Tell, tell that to Nate Robinson. Yeah, he, he had a chance. <laughs> It wasn't a good one, obviously, but he had a chance. <laughs> he had no chance. Bro. <laughs> Nate was also a basketball player. Oh, my God. Um, all right. Let's just move on from that. That's just embarrassing. I don't want to talk about that. So Kanye <laughs> is getting fined $1 million. What? What did it say for? It's because of the orchestra fucking group, whatever, that he works for. I have the picture right here. Let me, let me bring it back up for you. Okay, here we go. So, Kanye West, Sunday Service Choir, is suing him 
for $1 million for unpaid wages. <laughs> unpaid wages. Wow. Um, uh, imagine. $1 million in unpaid wages. Imagine that. The rap mogul named is $1 million. Okay. Legal documents, Kanye West and Live Nation are being sued. Blah, blah, blah. Kanye failed to compensate dozens of persons who performed services on the production, including the background actors performing as audience members. Defendants oversaw, controlled, and ran the production, and aggravated employees worked many hours on the production and were not timely paid for their work or paid at all. (laughs) Kanye, I came out and I defended you. Like, a month or two ago, when you went on Joe Rogan, people were calling you cray-cray, man. I, I said, still nah, that man not team. cray-cray. That man a may-maze. <laughs> and now you're not paying your people? Come on, Kanye. Come on. He was talking... What would Jesus do? <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about how he's a billionaire on Joe Rogan. Literally every other sentence was talking about his money... Followed by, but I don't really care about my money. It's just, you know, it's just a thing that I've accomplished in my life. You can't even pay your fucking choir for the church that you made? No. Bro, God is very disappointed right now. <laughs> like, there's people who aren't eating tonight because you don't want to pay them. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, the irony of this, Joe. The fucking irony. What's the irony? That he talks about being a good person, but can't pay people for being good people to him. Mm, well. I am very disappointed in our last presidential election. <laughs> our, our last presidential candidate. Candidate, yeah, I said elect. <laughs> our last nominee for president. Oh. And you wanted to be president of the United States? You will States. never be the fucking president. <laughs> Let me put it this way. In four years, if Kanye were to become president, that would be the first time I would, I tr- like, even over Trump, I would truly consider moving to Colorado. Colorado? I mean, not Colorado. <laughs> Canada. I'm it's sorry. a separate, like it's a separate part. I meant Canada, my fault. Oh, Colorado. They both start with sea. Colorado is just its own area. They both like, have illegal weed. You know, <laughs> I would really move to Canada. Nah, dude. Colorado. Follow Gabe. Follow Gabe. <laughs> Shout I Gabe. know, right? Fucking Gabe. <laughs> Shout out Gabe. Um, Shout out Gabe for being a bitch. <laughs> it's so mean. He hasn't really? done nothing to you. Really? What did he say when you talked to him? <laughs> did he call me a bitch? <laughs> he never called you a bitch. Oh, I, I called just, you a bitch. Oh, fuck you then. <laughs> you're both bitches. <laughs> he never said you're a bitch. I called you a bitch. You're both bitches. Yeah, man. It's okay. Whatever, man. Um... But back to Kanye. Back to Kanye's bitch ass. <laughs> I can't wait for him to drop music so I cannot listen to it. So you can listen to it? So I cannot listen to oh, it. Oh, you can not listen to it. I mean, did you even listen to his last music? Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> nah, he had like a banger. He had like two songs off of that Jesus is King. Uh-huh. That was it. Everything else was stupid. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, every time I hear him talk about a gospel, I think about how he was talking about the girls bitching their assholes for him. Um, True. The two and two just don't correlate. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. The math ain't math. And, like, you can't tell me that he isn't doing like some dirty shit with Kim. <laughs> like, Well, they're married. They can do whatever they want in the bedroom. That's what I'm saying. I tell you justifies it. I'm married so I can eat her ass on a Sunday night if I want to. 
I can eat her ass at church because we're married. <laughs> like, you know, he's just... At church. <laughs> they're, they're in the, they're in the, what is it, that get, boot, where get, the, uh, get confession the, booth. Get, get, get the priest in on it. Get the priest in. Uh, <laughs> Father Fry has sinned. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, uh, my goodness. Fucking, Connie's a psychopath. Go get, get back on your meds, bro. Uh, oh, that's fucked up. No, what is it? That's mean. What is it? Because you're not paying his fucking people. That's mean. It's not mean. That is mean. But not that. He needs to get back on his meds. Oh. Uh, he has a fucking mental issue, and he's not dealing with it. Oh. And clearly he forgot a bunch of few things that he should have been thinking about before. <laughs> like his workers. Why you gotta be so rude? Because fuck Kanye. Because fuck Kanye. I love Kanye, but like, ah, Kanye. Do you? He makes it hard. <laughs> he doesn't make it easy. <laughs> oh, did you shit. hear that fucking blasphemy ass podcast he did with Joe Rogan? Oh. My God. It's so hard to sit through that. You, did you finish it? Yeah, I finished it, but it was like how I wanted to. That was pretty cool. Bro, he just babbled. <laughs> like, for so long. And I heard other people's takes on it, too. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm glad I'm not the only person who thinks this. Why? Who? They were saying that he was just bad. bad yeah, they, just sound crazy. Bro, every podcast I listened to, they couldn't even get through it because he just sounded crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, damn, I got through most. I got through all of it. No one else could. I'm a trooper. I got through it. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I liked it. Really? You liked, I enjoyed you hearing, it. You like hearing Kanye talk about Kanye for Kanye's hour? Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did. Just listen to the songs. <laughs> it's like the same thing, basically. I did. Just words put together. Oh, man. Well, you know who else who used to be signed to Kanye but isn't anymore? Oh, Casanova? Uh, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Casanova was never signed to Kanye. What oh, are you talking about? I thought you were going to talk about that Casanova thing. <laughs> no, we can't, though. <laughs> oh. Who else was signed to Kanye? Oh, I was, gonna, I was trying to make a transition to Kikuddy. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, Casanova. Casanova. I care about Casanova. <laughs> I care about Kid. I care about Cuddy. <laughs> bro okay so kick cuddy right how'd you feel about his last his last things his last projects um what was the last one he put out not that i really enjoyed too much but kid cuddy was it that was it the one with uh we had andre 2000 on it or did he put something out after that um the scots kidsy ghost oh yeah kidsy ghost was the last thing he did no yeah the last album he did? Yes. Is it? Yes. Don't lie to me. 2018. I'm, I'm on Spotify right now. He did The Adventures of the, of the Moon Man with Slim Shady. <clears throat> that was a single. He said he did Kidsy Ghost. The last thing he did by himself was Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying, which I didn't like that much. Oh, yeah. That's the one I'm thinking of. Where he's not wearing a shirt. He's like that purple. One's, that one was okay. I like Speeding Bullets to Heaven more, and that wasn't really that good. I went back and started listening to that one. Last night, yeah, and I was like, maybe I was just like, maybe it didn't get the amount of respect because there were so many different. There's a certain expectation on him at the time, and he just didn't follow in with that expectation. Bro, after like but, Indicud, Indicud, yeah, it was his, his. Yeah, I didn't care for that satellite flight. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, like beating bullet to heaven. He just went totally rock punk, like punk like, rock on it. He was definitely in a dark time when he did that satellite thing. Yeah, Speed and Bullets again. Like it was, it was, I think it was ahead of its time in the sense that you couldn't really enjoy it when it came out. But like you hear it now, you're like, yeah, it's oh, okay. okay. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. Uh, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slain. That one was okay. Kidsy Ghost is better than that. 
I didn't care for I well Kids Eat Goes only had like seven songs. I liked maybe like two of them. I liked like four of them. I liked like, more than half of it. But um But again like the, the last but, amazing thing he did was Indica, which was amazing. Yeah, Indica. Man of the Moon two and Man of the Moon one were classics. Both amazing. Classics. You know, have I had this conversation with you? Uh, like how how uh Kid Cudi is like the Bob Marley of our time. Have what? I had this conversation with you? No, but it doesn't make sense already. You know how Bob Marley... Bob Marley was looked at as like an artist who transcended music. Like as far as like his message. Like and he just wanted people to... He wanted to use music to uh, solve some kind of... To solve issues. You think Kid Cudi's doing that? I think Kid Cudi has done it in a way that, like, it made more sense when I talked about it the first time. <laughs> I haven't talked about this in a while. Um, but Kid Cudi has, like, he like his legacy will forever live on. Like, just off of those first three albums. Man on the Moon 1, Man on the Moon 2, and the Cud. Because he was just talking like so, just, his music was just so fucking deep, right? Just so deep and so it just connected with so many people, and people he wouldn't he didn't he wouldn't have to put out anything for the rest of his career, and he will forever be a legend. Yeah, like. But then he hindered his like his legacy after that. I don't think he hindered it. Yeah, a little bit. Because then you see what he did after that and how terrible it was and how it doesn't compare. Because, again, he, he set the bar for himself, and then he shot so low that you're like, is this even Kid Cudi anymore? I'm really hoping this this three, Man of the Moon 3, it, it, it hits even close to Man of the Moon 1 or 2. He said that he, he originally said he was never going to do a Man of the Moon 3. Yeah, but then he was like, oh, I'm kind of broke. <laughs> I should. Kid Cudi's not broke. You think it's because he's broke? I don't think he's broke, but he definitely isn't doing as good as he was five years ago. No, I don't. I doubt Kid Cudi's "quote unquote" broke or he's struggling with money. I think he's fine. Well, you said it yourself. He said he wasn't going to do this, and now he is. Maybe he got reinspired. Fuck it. I guess we'll find out on the album. I guess so. I'm. I'm fucking excited though. I'm, you got I'm, Solo Dolo Part Three coming up. Is is Kendrick Lamar on that? No, I don't think so. Wasn't wasn't he on Solo Dolo Part One? No, Solo Dolo Part Two on Endicut. Was was it was Kendrick Lamar? Okay, so this one better have J Cole then. <laughs> I guess so. I just hope he doesn't have like bad features because you know he's gonna have features. He's gonna have Kanye, or at least one track, right? <clears throat> he might put that Eminem song on there. Uh, he released the track list. Did he? Yeah. Oh, let's let's look at it. Uh, I didn't see that yet. It doesn't pop up on Spotify. It's probably a, uh, an iTunes thing, right? He put it on... I saw it on Facebook yesterday. Uh, let's see. So, okay. He has... His features are Pop Smoke and Skepta. Okay. On uh, He has Phoebe Bridgers. I don't know who that is. And he's got Trippy Red on one. Those are all the features that are listed. All right, so Trippy Red is going to be one of the few features that are going to be semi-big. I think... Because Pop uh, Smoke isn't huge. I think Trippy Red is... Uh, I think he fits well, musically, with Kid Cudi. 
you know, their I mean, sound. He does the mumble thing. Yeah, but yeah, the auto tune thing. Yeah, but I think I think it'll fit well. I'll um, have to listen to it because it can. It's either gonna be a big hit or a big miss. Mm-hmm. I don't see this, and I'm just like, oh, God, I can maybe hear that one more tutorial. Like, no, I'm gonna need to like but, really try. Kid Cudi's a fucking legend, bro. Like, I I I can't even like describe. Like, if you did, if you've never listened to Kid Cudi, I I see kids today who are like turning 18, 19, 20, coming and talking about how Kid Cudi, uh, like how they connect with his music still. Like, that's just how good he is. Like, these newer generations of kids are listening to Man on the Moon 1, 2, and Endicud, and, you know, these great fucking classic songs and albums, and they're still connecting with it. Like, what was the first Kid Cudi song you heard? Like, do you remember that you connected with, and you're like, God damn. Soundtrack to my life. Me too. Yeah. That is the very first one. That I listen to and I go, God damn. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just. Damn near cried the first time I heard it. Same here. Holy shit. Yes. <laughs> I, I, same here, dude. I almost cried when I heard soundtracks in my life. Yeah, and I listened to it like 20 more times until I learned every word to the song. And now I can just like sing it like without anything in the background. Soundtrack to my life, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was the first song I heard and I like. I connected with, like, I don't think I've ever connected with music like that. Like, I, I try to think about other songs and other artists who've put out music. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the only only artist I think that, like, I connected with like that. Oh, man, Day and Night? No, oh. That was good. That was a good song. And I'm going to listen to and that message just that message in it was just, like, so overlooked just mm-hmm. because it's just, like, so catchy. But it's such a good such a good song. The Lonely Stoner seems to free his mind at night. Yeah. At, at, at night. Bro, like, that's also a big thing, too. Like, this is going <laughs> to, I feel like this going to be more, maybe, he, I don't know if he's sober. Has he ever announced that he's sober? Uh, I know he went, he announced that he went to rehab. I hope he smokes weed still. <laughs> I don't I think he's really ever going to stop do. that. Because he makes some of his best music when weed's around. Like, marijuana off of two. Um, and I'm so good. That's a good song. Oh my, that was like one of the other few songs I heard at first. And I was like, oh my god, yeah. I don't even smoke, but I want to now. Like, like <laughs> I was like 13, like, oh my god, I don't want to. Um, but yeah, man, dude. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for this album. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to ruin it for myself. I know. I, I you know, I sh- we shouldn't get that excited because it's probably not. I'm not because I don't want to be. I'm haunting myself from that. Yeah. Because if it sounds amazing, then I'll be excited. But if it doesn't sound good, yeah, neither does anything else he's done in the last like five years. <laughs> so, like, honestly, though, like I, I haven't been so in love with Kid Cudi since those first two, three. Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard though, because the reason we fell, I, I, we fell in Kid Cudi, or I did at least, was because like his just, like, just pure bluntness about his depression. Yeah, but like he needs to do that again. But the thing is, I think it's like. Maybe he's not feeling that way anymore. But he's right? be blunt just, about that then. Huh? He needs to be blunt about that then. Don't beat around the bush. Go balls deep. Let us know. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, but he. But that's the reason like we fell in love with him because he was just so blunt about what was going on with him emotionally, right? And it just he just laid it out. If you go listen to Kid Cudi songs, like he's not. Like, you want to talk lyrically? Like, he's not a great lyricist. Yeah, no, he's very simple. Yeah, he's, he's, he doesn't make very many metaphors, but he's just very straightforward. Like, 
having a shitty day, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but and then he makes it catchy. Yeah. And it's just it, it just cut it just connects and cuts so deep. Um So hopefully that's a banger. Ho- yeah. Hopefully it goes hard. Hopefully there's some emotion there. I want it to, dude. I'm gonna listen really to everything he's to. done today. I'm gonna listen to it all in the car while yeah, I'm bro. driving around. For sure. I'm going and to date night tonight with the girlfriend, so I'll make sure she listens to it all with me. Oh yeah? Yeah. Where are you going, bro? Uh we're gonna go to BJ's. B BJ's. BJ's. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay the restaurant oh okay um that's cool <laughs> um all right well we don't have too much time left that bb king freestyle do you like it yeah bro it's fucking fire you didn't send it to me when it first came out i told you to listen to no Ceilings three no, no but it came out as a as a as a thing on drake's page it didn't come up with no ceilings for a little way it came up on drake no it was originally on no ceilings okay but it, it's how i found it. i didn't find it on those i found it on drake yeah i told you but i but if you had to go li- go gone and listen to no ceilings three when i told you to go listen to it you would have heard it before it came out on drake's page so yeah no that's a pretty badass uh pretty bad song did you see his um Lil wayne's music video he put out for his remix to it's the Drake and Lil Baby song. Oh, I, I I know what you're talking about. Did you see that video he put out? I did. It's just him rapping around his house. He's just walking around his house rapping. He jumps in the pool. He gets out. And at the very he had, end. He like 12 bitches. At the end, no, at the end, it looks like he's about to like get it on with the girl. And then he just closes the door. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like my Wheezy F, baby. <laughs> no. I, I like No Ceilings 3. I have I have not liked any of like the mixtapes he's put out in a while, but No Ceilings three, it's right there. I wouldn't say it's the first No Ceilings. No Ceilings two was shit. No Ceilings two was awful, mm-hmm. but the original No Ceilings that was badass, and I think this one's right there with it. I wouldn't say it's as good, but it's it's pretty good. I'll give it a listen. You're making it sound good, so if it's trash, I can talk shit to you on the next podcast. Nah, bro. It's good, bro. Okay. I'll, I'll give uh, it a listen. I will this time. I actually will. <laughs> All right, man. Was there anything else we need to touch on before um, we go? You got to touch on it really quick. Um, no homo. Can it be homo? Okay. Homo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Oh, yeah. HBO. What about HBO? They're changing the game. Oh, because they're taking all the movies? If there's a movie coming out, it's not going to theaters anymore. It's going to HBO. I called the, I've been calling for since the yeah, end of COVID. Yeah, I know. It's sad. I don't mind it. I really don't. I've seen this coming for so long. I love theaters, though. I love movie theaters. But so they announced, right? The Matrix 4, Dune, I don't know what that is, uh, Godzilla vs. Uh, King Kong, and the new Suicide Squad movie. It all going straight to HBO Max. They're not going to be in theaters anymore. Strictly HBO Max. So if you want to watch Matrix 4, if you <laughs> want to watch Max. Godzilla versus King Kong, you got you to get HBO Max now. Now it's a subscription-based thing, uh, which I've seen this coming for so long. Like, how don't they capitalize on this? Because, like, again, you do have a handful of people, right, who just love that that buttery popcorn at home or buttery me, popcorn at the movie theaters. Yeah. I like it, too, until my girlfriend's mom – Show me this butter that you can just buy from the store <laughs> that literally no. you put and it tastes the fucking same. It's the, no, it's the experience of like just going and seeing the movie, stay in the big theater, Look, just man, chilling back. I'm 21. I've, ex- I've experienced it already. Oh, God. The only time I'm really going to want to experience again is when Marvel drops a fucking banger of a movie. 
uh, the Avengers fucking uh, you, part two, like that kind of experience. You know what? I think I think movie theaters will stick around, but I think they'll be much more like sparing. I see Warner like, Bros. in places like that getting their own theater, getting their own place to where they can do that for the audience, and then they. Just, 100% Dropbox on it. Everything. Even the popcorn. All of it. And it's going to be cheaper popcorn too because they're, they're making all the money on the profit. So mm. it's going to be even more reason for you to go there. And then they make dumb money off of that. They maybe do like a one a month, once a month thing. You have to like reserve your seats the first day and it's going to sell out. Mm. Of course it is. And it's probably going to be better than theaters. It's probably going to be like a bed that you lay on basically, right? <laughs> I've seen they have like love seats is what they call them, right? Where it's like two people can sit on it. It's supposed to be a really big reclined thing. And it looks comfortable as hell. They give you a blanket. You can probably do whatever you want there. Yeah. They're going to be mad expensive. The theaters right now are already turning to letting people rent out their theaters to go and watch <laughs> movies, old movies. Yeah, but they're getting desperate. Yeah, they are. Well, yeah, they had the name before Christmas. Yeah. For Halloween and shit like that. I'm sure they're going to bring back like uh, The Grinch. It's probably going to be a big movie. In well, no. like You can literally like pay $75, bring like 20 people with you. And you have the that whole theater for like a, one, a movie, like any movie, like that they have on their list. But I wouldn't do that. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No, uh, they're getting uh, desperate, man. Because they getting all they, they made all their money off of concession stands. Yeah, that's how theaters survived forever. Like uh, Star Wars, ninety nine percent of profits went back to Star Wars. Mm. The theaters only got one percent of that. Mm. They they need people. Yeah, and people don't need them. You no know movie I just saw that was like a big streaming movie. Uh, recently, or it was Mulan. Fuck, it sucked. You, you, you said that on the podcast, part of the podcast. I never saw it. I just saw it last this past weekend. Oh, then you mentioned it on the podcast. It was also. awful. Yeah. Yeah, Mulan was awful. I could have told you that. Did you see it? No. Oh. <laughs> I didn't need to. It's pretty bad. The only good movies coming out in 2020 was that... Um, the Tenet. Mo- Tenet. Tenet was, was badass. so fucking good. Movie of the year, because there's not much competition. Tenet was good. Tenet was amazing. And uh, I think that's all. I think I'm good now. I just want to talk uh, about the movie theaters because HBO is the first one to do it. I, I see Disney doing it next. And then I can see DreamWorks probably next after that. Like, and everything. Yeah. Over. All right. Uh, so anything else? We good? I'm good. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I guess we'll call it. Um, it was a good week this week. Or, yeah. Good show this week. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. This, this was the great episode nine. <laughs> this, thing, this, this is episode nine this is the second episode nine we did guys because the first episode nine was not a good show it wasn't worthy we talked about the only thing that was really worth it over there was the jake paul knocking out a robinson thing but honestly it's okay <laughs> you don't need to hear that we don't need to hear about that racism <laughs> take that racism back out of there uh, <laughs> racism all right all right moving on all right, uh, this good. I guess we'll call it then. Y'all stay beautiful. Thank you for listening to the podcast. You are wonderful, amazing. My name is Joe Guerrero. My co-host is Seabass. Um, hope to hear. I uh, hope to be back here next week, and we will be putting out more and more uh, content soon. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram j.r.g4ezzy, and then follow Seabass at uh, capital letter C B A S S underscore two four. Give us a follow, give us a listen, uh, share it with your friends, tell your mother, tell your grandmother, and we will be back next week. Y'all stay beautiful. Until then, peace out.